Hello and welcome to The Uncoverables. This is a podcast that runs in collaboration with CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Uh, during Pop Montreal, I was hosting a show and uh, Mish Koda, who was playing a show during that festival, came on to premiere some tracks off of her album Keisha Care, which is coming out on Friday, so I wanted to reprise it on the internet. And uh, I just wanted to jump on mic to tell you that CKUT is having a funding drive. We do it every year and we try and raise money for the station. Uh, we're non-commercial, so we um, we need help from our community. So it would be great if you could contribute to that. And I also wanted to apologize. I mispronounced Misha's name at the beginning of this episode a few times. And um, just thank you to Mish for uh, correcting me on that. And um, yeah, enjoy this episode. Great talk about the album, and you get to hear some tracks off of it. Uh, thanks for listening. We're here again. We're doing a bit of a Pop Montreal showcase. Oh, second song is starting. Nice. We'll leave that quietly on the background. <laughs> uh, again, that was a tune by uh, Tamara Sandor called Man of the Law. And uh, we are doing a bit of a Pop Montreal showcase. Um, and we have Mick Coda sitting right in studio with us. Hello. Um, can Hello. you tell us a little bit about your music project? And uh, you're releasing a new album. Maybe you could talk a little bit about... Yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm releasing an album shortly with Egg Paper Records, and it's called Keisha Care. Um, I'm coming from... like About me, I'm like um, a First Nations uh, trans woman, and... This album specifically is dealing with elements of that and identity and empowerment. Um, yeah, that's pretty much just like the the album in a nutshell. Hmm. Yeah. And it's very dancey. And sometimes it gets a little too weird, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's just like a process that's helped me to kind of feel comfortable in my own skin and hopefully will be like something that other people can relate to as well. All right, so let's uh, let's jump right in and get a taste of that. We're going to hear the title track. Again, this is called uh, Keisha Care. And um, yeah, let's just get into it, and then we can talk a little bit about uh, the music. Cool. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, again, you're listening to CKUT. So check this song out. It's called Keisha. Now we will lose everything. 
and we're back in studio here uh, at CKUT 90.3 FM. My name is Donovan, and we just heard from Mick Coda. That was the song Keja Care, and um, Mick is here with us. Can you tell us a little bit? Uh, we, well, we were just, uh, the, the two of us were just talking a little bit about the sort of change of pace mm-hmm. from your last record, Sapphic, mm-hmm. to uh, this record, yeah. um, which is more dance-oriented, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so Sapphic was kind of a project where at the time I was identifying as uh, non-binary because I was still trying to figure out if I found like a place within the gender binary. Um, I'd always felt like comfortable presenting as female and identifying as a woman when I was younger. And for a lot of reasons that was kind of um, obscured by just kind of like the social situation I was in. So when I was starting to finally feel a little bit more comfortable in my own skin, I made Sapphic. And that was a record that um, I had first presented under my new name. I go by Mish now. I used to be Michael. And um, the record is a very um, kind of difficult thing of just like synthesizers going on for a really long time. And the longest track, I think, is about 15 minutes. And, uh, yeah, it's like pretty slow and sad and gets kind of, uh, there's a lot of anxiety in it, but I think there are lots of moments of clarity and like peacefulness and compared to this body of work, Keisha, um, that I have now that I'm kind of focusing on, I feel like the dust is kind of settled in a way and I can start to really, um, see a future for myself, um, identifying as a woman and also um i'm working to learn my native language algonquin and there's a lot of singing in algonquin in this album that uh yeah i just feel really good about um like these identities and these like parts of me that i just want to push forward because i know that i'm not alone that there are other people who come from similar backgrounds and yeah, that's just what I'm trying to do with the music now. That's where I'm at. Mm. And um, we're going to hear the tune. Oh, it's far away from the goodbye. Madagen, goodbye. Madagen, goodbye. Yeah. Um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that tune specifically? Sure. Uh, this song is uh, specifically about um, a relationship with an abuser. Um, mine is coming from a place of being very young. And when I finally formed my own thoughts, I realized that I had to make the cut and other people around this individual also had to make the cut from them. And it's unfortunate because, um, I believe that like everyone deserves to be loved, but when you don't, um, receive any love from somebody specifically that you expect it from, um, it takes a lot of strength and uh, processing to make that final goodbye. And that's what I had to do. And that's what this song is about. And um, I mean, how would you say that the the mood of the song, what, what would, how would you describe like the mood of the song? Is it like? 
It's uh, it torn? It's still got some danciness to it for sure. Um, I really do try to focus on an empowerment kind of like uplifting side of the music that I write. Although I think inevitably just because of the person that I am, it always goes into a really dark <laughs> and weird place. So um, maybe you can pick that up when you hear it. <laughs> I guess it's a, it's torn a little bit yeah. between uh, two moods. Yeah, definitely. There's um, some divide for sure. So let's, check that out now and this is a this track hasn't been heard yet that's correct. right yeah so uh this is a, a premiere of a track here on ckut uh, again it's called madishan 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 mm-hmm. sorry uh, madishan goodbye uh by mish koda uh so we're gonna check that out um and thanks again for coming in and yeah. we have one more track after that that we're gonna talk about so Great. stick around cool
we'll uh, jump back on air while that is um, finishing up. Um, can you? T- uh, well, one of the things we were just talking about during that song is uh, your new ensemble mm-hmm. size, or at least the ensemble size for this album. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that sort of come together? Well, I knew that for this album, I wanted to have a string quartet because um, that's just what I wanted. And I wanted to have a synthesizer and a bass synth with a live percussionist. So it turned into an eight-piece band. Um, After I'd finished recording the album, um, I just started reverse engineering and scoring the whole thing. And we've now played twice. Uh, The first one was at the First People's Festival. And the second one was for Rad Frosh, which I just kind of came into it not really expecting much, um, but it was one of the most positive positive experiences I've ever had for like playing a live show. And um, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the live setup, yeah, it's a two violins, viola, cello, and the cellist Justin Wright plays uh, the strings oh, right. on this record. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, synthesizer, bass synth, and percussionist. And so far, it's been pretty much the same crew, but I just really don't believe in having a band anymore. So I just think about it in terms of a group for one performance and do one rehearsal and then the show. And I, it's worked so far, which is really nice because I just don't want to like rehearse the same thing over and over again or else I'll be so sick of it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the group is now. Yeah, and the string stuff, uh, I mean, you just sort of, you don't have a, you don't have a super academic background in that. Um, so how did the, how did the interest in strings come along? Uh, I think it was when I first heard just really, emo sounding classical composers like Bartok (laughs) that I was so into it. And I knew that I had to just delve into this world of string and it needed to become a part of me. And I think it will always be an essential for the music that I make from now on. Mm -hmm. Emo strings from Bartok. I gotta, I'm going to remember that quote. (laughs) Definitely. It's so good. <laughs> uh, can you tell me a little bit about, the, we're going to hear one more track, Wander. Can you tell me a little bit about that track? Yeah. Uh, this song is kind of uh, a more experimental track, I guess, on the album. It kind of moves in uh, different, uh, sh- like it shifts in different moods. And by the end, there's a kind of resolution, a kind of song but um, there's a lot of, I guess, confusing like guts and stuff that you mm-hmm. see, uh, like the inside of the song, what that looks like, kind of like the inside of how I feel. And I don't know if I'm like really allowed to talk about tripping out, but I kind of did <laughs> when I thought I'd finished the album. And then after I was like kind of tripping on psychedelics, I realized that I needed to make the sounds I was hearing on that album so this is a little bit of what i heard that time Mm -hmm. that's that's perfect uh um so yeah we'll uh, play that track and then um maybe we can talk a little uh i don't know 
if you have any opinions on Pop Montreal, but it's one of my favorite festivals. So maybe if you could, uh, we, we can talk about it a little bit after we hear this track. Sure. So, um, again, this is another premiere from Mish Koda. Uh, when can we expect this album? Do you have any sense of a release date? Or Yeah, um, I'm good friends with Raf, who's uh, helping me to release this on Egg Paper. And I don't know the day, but I know that it's coming very soon. Like the pre-order will probably be in like a week or something like that. And the album will definitely be out, uh, hopefully be out within like three to four weeks. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So no exact date yet. But yeah. Let's, uh, let's check that out again. This is called Wander. Cool. <laughs>
All right, so uh, we're going to jump on the mic again. Um, you're listening to CKUT 9.3 FM. Um, Mish is uh, probably going to head out a little soon, but um, that was uh, the track Wanderer, which was uh, just premiered here on CKUT. And uh, I kind of wanted to just hear some of your thoughts about Pop Montreal in general. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any particular things that you're excited about? Yes. On Wednesday at uh, the Rialto, my friend Maylie Todd is performing at 11 p.m. And she's from Toronto. And she is a very dear friend of mine. And every single um, iteration I've seen her in is the absolute just most beautiful thing ever. Mm. She's got the best voice in the world. And um, this kind of content that she's dealing with right now is something that um, I can also really identify and relate with. And I think that um, if you're not seeing anything else or if you are seeing anything else, you should just like scrap it and go see the show for sure. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Maylee. Yeah, I love I love uh, I love Pop Montreal. I don't know that artist in particular, <laughs> but uh, I, I just I like the uh, the indiness and uh, the the lots of different things going on in lots of different venues. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And once you're, uh, can you uh, plug your show for oh, us? Oh yeah, too? Um, I'm performing at Sala Rosa at 11 p.m. and it's for the Egg Paper Showcase. So it's going to be like shorter shows, like 20 minute sets each of like something like seven or eight bands and Bernice is headlining and she is also incredible and um if you don't come to see me at 11 go see Bernice at like 11 30 <laughs> it's the best awesome well uh thanks so much for being on and thanks for uh bringing in that new album we'll be uh excited for the release of that yeah no problem thank you for having me all right awesome <laughs> 